What's up? This is FX2. Happy Independence Day. It's July 4th, 2023. I am definitely sure you're able to hear the fireworks in the background. Most definitely. There's there's no way we can cut those out. <laughs> definitely not. Even with an acoustically treated studio, you can still hear the sound outside penetrating through the wall, vibrating me in my seat where I'm sitting right now I'm about 15 feet away from each wall but still you can you can hear the sound of the fireworks outside I don't know where all these people are getting money for this shit I looked at this price list that my neighbor had I live in New York and you know things are always a little bit more expensive than in other parts of the country but my goodness, it was like a gross of bottle rockets, the whistling type, so whistlers or something was like a hundred dollars. Like, are you serious? That's almost a dollar, a twelve pack. I don't know what people are thinking, charging that much money. Well, I do know what they're thinking. They're greedy, probably. <laughs> I don't. They got something that people want, right? It's like being a drug dealer. I I wonder if the uh, crimes that are committed by people that sell fireworks, ever landed someone in jail and then did hard time? <laughs> it's like, that's your story. It's like, how did you get here? Uh, selling fireworks and got fucking caught. Well, I guess if you're doing time for that much product being moved across state lines illegally, then, you know, you're probably moving other shit too. Anyway, um, yeah, back to Immersive Musicians. This is an off-the-cuff broadcast today. Podcast is going to be spinning around and around. And there's going to be a whole lot of crap coming out of my mouth. It's going to be a symphony of bullshit. You can count on that. <laughs> so, I wanted to answer a question that came through to the fx2 at fx2studios.com email where one of our audience members was wondering how they can get more involved in their local music scene apparently there wasn't a lot of i guess upward mobility for bands in the area or groups you know of performance acts wow that was a loud firecrack <laughs> oh shit so back to the story they weren't able to land gigs because there was a few house bands at two or three of the pubs yada 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 you know how the story goes they couldn't land a gig so my advice to that person was this talk to the members of that band or other bands that are performing in your local community so you know the area that you live in is going to be the best place to start your foundation for numerous reasons but aside from the logic behind it listen you need to get more involved socially that's connecting networking with people in real life you know not just online i know how much knowledge there is to gain by watching youtube clips or just surfing the net in general and having all of 
the world's knowledge at your fingertips instantaneously. It's so addictive and satisfying. That dopamine fix is what we all fiend for, <laughs> whether we know it or not, right? So get out there, shake some hands, and talk. You know, first of all, you have something in common right out of the gate. You both either play instruments or sing whatever you're into music so are they so there's common ground you have a starting point where you can move to the next bit of information and propose to those musicians hey i have an idea next time you guys are going to take a five ten minute bathroom break in between sets do you mind if I get up there and just play one of my songs it's like three four minutes that's it you know this way I could give you guys a breather too you know and I could get my feet wet see being humble in this instance is your ticket it really is your best bet because you want them to a not be intimidated by another musician stepping on their territory so to speak but also b you want to create a bond between you and other musicians because together musicians do better it's just that community vibe that as musicians we really dig i mean if we didn't we wouldn't be doing the things that we do like performing right you get a certain type of vibe flowing through the audience while you're playing and it's magical. So that's another one of those dopamine fixes that we all fiend for as musicians. So you have multiple reasons to propose this scenario to the other band that's out there or singer, right? Another benefit of doing this is the obvious. You have an opportunity to widen your audience immediately. You can gain fans that are in attendance for another band, but they just happen to have to sit there and listen to you because it's in between the house band sets or the headliner or whoever. Right, So it's like a captive audience. The most they could do is run to the bar or the bathroom. So you have an opportunity to gain a few fans, right? If there's 50 people in the bar, right, you may get two, three, four fans, which doesn't sound like a lot, but they all have friends that they could turn your music on to. And who knows who is at the end of that game of phone tag, you know? So... Networking is essential for musicians and not just digitally. You have to understand that because the industry that you're in is a performance industry. Okay? You can be a composer and write. Ooh, that was a good firecracker. You could write lyrics. You could write tracks for artists and be the beat makers, which is dope. You know, so much props go to people that write, let's say, trap, 
beats for artists that are out there now and the producers that get to really, you know, devour that shit and make it into an amazing musical arrangement. I just, I'm blown away sometimes. I just listen to the background music in rap music. So I won't listen to the lyrics all the time and I'll just focus on like that background and get the vibe going and oh my goodness it's like the technology sparked this new generation of music producers and beat makers that is unparalleled to anything that came in the past I mean when you think about it back in the day you used to have to take a vinyl record and mix it up. You know, you could change tempos, you can scratch it, you can do some different dynamics with some pedals or some reverb or, you know. The difference, though, is what you can do today. And I'm not even talking about in a studio or at home on a computer even. You can do it on your cell phone. Yeah, so there are people playing these apps daily, getting better and better at not just composition, but stretching this digital music instrument to its limits, taking it to different dynamics, making it an instrument within itself so the cell phone becomes your instrument. And this idea, this concept, you know, really came about when I was fooling around with a little launch pad from Novation. And if you have an opportunity to download the Novation app that's in the App Store for Apple, um, I don't think it's on Android yet. Novation, make one for Android. There's a lot of people on that platform, please. I have both, but the Novation one is pretty cool because I was fooling around with it and you can actually, you know, move your finger up and down on the screen and it's almost like turning the knob for modulation or, you know, different types of effects that you would have on a synthesizer in front of your fingers and your hands right so think of it as this mini flat screen which it is you know a little tiny mirror that you're using so your movements need to be very deliberate and they need to be exact so anybody can turn a fucking knob Anybody, I've seen infants playing with toys and it is the exact same motion that you would use if you're like just turning knobs all day on a mixer or, you know, a, a board, you know, no, no disrespect for DJs out there, but even the best DJs know what talent and skill looks like because that's their craft, that's their art form. And there's people that are, are online and I see them just turning a knob left and right, left and right, and bopping their head back and forth, right? You know, like, oh, what's up? And they look so stupid. 
and it's so hilarious but the funniest part about it is that they think that they're actually talented and that's ridiculous it's such a funny thing to witness it's just like this app that I downloaded from the iTunes store the Apple store whatever the fuck it is not a fan of them by the way um, <laughs> it was called like rap something like freestyle rap star I don't even know what the fuck it was called I'll find out the name of it and I'll put it on the website but anyway it had like real life footage of people so think of TikTok right like people singing along or rapping to this beat in the background that you hear and they're all caught off guard so right away you see like the face of people that are startled confused and embarrassed and it is fucking hilarious I was pissing my pants rolling on the floor because the people were so flabbergasted by the whole scenario of first of all being taped live while you're trying to freestyle over a beat you've never heard and it's not even in time so it's the fucking funniest shit i gotta i gotta find out which app this is i'm gonna look now if i can i'm telling you it's that good so <laughs> that's that's why i'm gonna take a time out here and try to find this for you all right, pause, pause. Okay, good news, audience members. I found it. It's called Rap Z. Yes, Z like zebra. <laughs> One person in the comments writes something along those lines. Says, why did why is it called Rap Z? It makes absolutely no sense. But the the funny part is, there's six hundred sixty seven reviews, right? And all of them are like four or five stars most are five stars and i just wrote a review myself i titled it comedy gold because it is it's genius if you watch other people and you don't participate yourself because you look so foolish it's so fucking funny i'm telling you check this app out just for shits and giggles and seriously, I almost peed my pants. I think I did dribble a little bit. I'm telling you, it's hilarious. Check this shit out. Definitely check it out. So back to uh, what we were talking about earlier, right? Which is, let me see if I could remember. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's 4th of July. I'm having a good time, right? So anyhow, yeah, we were talking about the benefits of you know performing at a venue in between breaks when a headliner is there or the house band or whatever and this way it gives you a chance to get your feet wet you know that's the truth you really do need practice before you jump on stage get a feel for it get the vibes going in the audience if you don't score that home run right away you know first pitch just wait sit back in the batter's box you know take your pitches you know relax you'll get there if you practice you will achieve and that's the secret to life right that's like that uh 
what is it, the rule or law or whatever that people follow where you perform, oh shit, I think it's the rule of a hundred or something like that, if you do some, I have to look that up, but basically you want to be doing what you hope to become one day by practicing and you need to do it consistently every single day i think it was i forget the percent the number i forget the exact number of minutes that you need to practice but it basically the law basically states that if you do that activity and you pursue that endeavor right every single day for like let's say 28 30 minutes you know you will be i think it's better than 95 percent of the population in that particular discipline in a certain amount of time let's say like 10 years i don't know so i totally murdered that. <laughs> what i totally murdered that explanation but we're gonna keep it in and not edit it out in the spirit of off the cuff podcasting right it's like whatever the fuck comes out of my mouth so if you're still listening i thank you i don't know how you could be but i'm gonna try to talk over the fireworks because they're really enticing me to look out the window (laughs) but i'm not going to i'm going to sit here and tell you how to really own that stage when you're up there too because you want to make a great example and audition yourself to the venue's managers or owners or the crowd for that matter you know you want to put a good product out there for people to desire to have experiences within the future you know you want to get that fan base growing every way that you can and this is a huge opportunity think about it guys like you aren't paying for advertising there's no cost you're not paying a hopefully you're not paying the venue owners to play or the band that's on stage hey listen you might have to sometimes i never had to i don't know anyone who has but let's not overlook that possibility that's actually a pretty savvy way of going about it so you can also offer the band like if they're being really really like cold and they're not listening to you they think you're fucking delusional and it's a joking matter for them maybe they're intoxicated you know alcohol is another factor that's in play here another variable which you could also use so you can offer them like 20 bucks be like all right i can play for three minutes I'll give you 20 bucks and it's your break time anyway so everybody wins. Or you, you can just buy him a drink. Be like, I'll buy you guys a pitcher of beer. I mean, how much can that really cost? A lot less than advertising on social media, I bet. Oh, yeah. So 
Here I am with words of wisdom. So those are ways to manipulate the situation to get on stage and have an audition for the audience and the owner or managerial staff, right? So you're fucking killing so many birds with one stone. A murder of crows with a single stone. You're fucking killing it, right? Think of some other benefits. You have experienced playing live and you can't put a price on that type of experience. It really is priceless. You can also use that moment in time, that opportunity that you have to push the envelope, so to speak. You know, take a page out of Marilyn Manson's book, for instance, and see how far you can push people and get reactions from the crowd. I'm not saying to do evil and malicious things or horrible things to animals like maybe Ozzy Osbourne did back in the day, but you want to see how far you can go while you're on stage. You want to provoke emotions in people. This is an excellent opportunity to do that. Growing up in New York, I went to the Comedy Cellar, which is a really cool venue where a lot of famous comedians would work out their comedy skits before going on the road, going on tour, uh, doing an HBO special because that was the big comedic goal back in the day was to be on HBO. Now it's Netflix specials or whatever. So beforehand, these famous comedians would practice at the Comedy Cellar and work out different jokes and different routines and they would monitor to see how the crowd was reacting to tell whether or not their particular joke was funny and what they needed to do to improve it. So use that opportunity to better yourself. Even if it's for three or four minutes, you want to really utilize that time in the most efficient way possible. So I hope that answers the question on Facebook that I got. I know it's extremely long-winded answer, but I feel that more attention needs to be given to performing live at networking in real life as opposed to online. So this is going out to the younger generation that is just starting out. Go around your local community and see how many venues are offering live music and then make a checklist and make it a goal of yours to perform at each one of those venues, say within a three month span. That's how you're gonna create a fan base and the foundation for your brand, which is your music and your artwork. Without that foundation, you're not gonna go anywhere. So you really need to establish firm roots in the local community first. So I hope that answers the question that was posed on Facebook for those of you that are still listening. Thank you. I know that this podcast is taking off in different directions, and that's what's so cool about this new format that started last 
episode and it's going to continue. So you guys that are out there and engaged with this podcast, please don't be afraid to send an email to us at FX2Studios. I will, as always, put the link in the episode bio description, whatever the hell that is. (laughs) It's been a long night here, guys. Thank you for bearing with me. And I really look forward to hearing your comments and your questions that you have. We'll try to answer them on air going forward. Still, we're going to be featuring artists in the future. So that has not gone away. So all of you musicians and artists out there, if you would like to get your music played on this podcast in the intro, in the middle of it, whatever, you know that... I will do that for you, put you up on the website too, you know, increase your SEO numbers. You know, the optimizing that search engine results are key to being successful online in this digital musical industry. You know, so a music community is necessary for you to really increase your numbers in a short time period. And that's what I started to try to do with a murder of musicians. And it has grown exponentially. So all of you people out there that are struggling on social media to get more than three or four likes and views and need audience engagement, this is your ticket and opportunity to jump on with a murder of musicians and get yourself noticed i mean just go on the website as soon as you pull it up it has latest featured artists and a picture of your band your group your logo will be right there with a link to all of your shit so how can you pass up this opportunity it's really not a money maker for me at all And in fact, there aren't any ads in the show. So if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm paying out of pocket for all of these websites, blogs, podcasts, studio time, everything. And I'm doing that so that we could build a big music community with like-minded individuals that are positive, positive, not negative people, positive people that want to shape the world in... A very specific way which is the opposite of what's going on in today's day and age the world that we live in is fucking insane and I know I don't have to go into detail because everybody sees it everybody knows that we're on the doorstep of World War 3 basically we're fighting World War 3 right now people we're in a proxy war with Russia and China it's only a matter of time before missiles start flying this is serious shit and what am I doing I'm doing my part and my part right now means establishing a platform for musicians and artists to come together collaborate and work towards a better future for everybody This is what I know. I know music, I know art, I know martial arts. So anybody who thinks the same way about the world and which direction we should be going towards, 
hit me up, email me, you know, see me posting shit on social media comments, you know, like it, I'll get back to you and we'll chat and hopefully I can get you on the podcast. So don't be shy, just (laughs) say hi if you have to and that's it and I'll take it from there. I love you all, God bless and let's make this world a little bit better in the future. I'll be back with another episode soon.